0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory Glory to you, you, O Lord. Lord. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them Peace be with you When he had said this he showed them his hands and his side The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord Jesus said to them again Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retained. The gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good
1: morning, everybody. We've had a busy weekend, haven't we? <laughs> I think we're all tired, we're all full of, a, a, little, a little woozy. It's been a busy weekend for our little parish here, most especially. We had a beautiful wedding yesterday. Many of you were, were present. we got to thank Janelle and Radford here. A round of applause, please, as they celebrated their wedding. <laughs> thumbs up, huh? you guys. Thumbs up. It was a beautiful wedding. We had, especially the, uh, the musicians, they, they went all out. We had a professional harpist from UNR here and a beautiful award-winning cantor. Uh, the homily was a bit long-winded, but what do you expect from me, huh? So, we well, praise the Lord. And then we have the, uh, the senior awards dinner in our little hall. That's why our graduates are, are all decked out here. So, congratulations, of course, to our future graduates here, Garrett, Toby, Horacio, and Roman. Man, praise God. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Probably one of the hardest jobs that someone is doing at this very moment. I, know, no, I can't think of anybody doing it. It's hard of a job. that has to bear. Then Father Eduardo Morales. You recognize that name? Father Eduardo Morales. He is the pastor of Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Uvalde, Texas. You know that name. Father Morales has 12 funerals in two weeks. The vast majority of those kids were from his parish. They had just celebrated Holy Communion not that long ago, these same kids. But not only that, because much of the anger and the frustration now have, have turned against law enforcement. And all the details are scanned. We don't quite know all the information, but we know that the anger is facing towards them for their lack of or what they didn't do or what they did. Or, again, it's all confusing, all the details, but all the anger is towards, a lot of the anger is towards them. Those same law enforcement officials, there are his parishioners too. So imagine that. He's walking into his parish, All of these families are present. He first heard the news. He was actually on vacation in Boston when all of this happened. Then he gets a call from the bishop, Father Eduardo, come back. Something unimaginable has happened there. Father Eduardo said that day in and day out, what he's doing, he's meeting with families all throughout the day. He says sometimes he even has two funerals in one day. What do you even say to that? His poor, perished family. When they ask the father, how are you doing this? You're bearing bearing the anger, frustration, sadness, all the emotions that such a tragedy conjures up. He says, how are you even doing this? Is I just do and do and do. Direct quote. But you know what, Father has? When he walks into his parish and all of those angry, heartbroken families, you know what, Father has? Father has fire. He has fire. In this seemingly impossible situation, Father has fire. In the first reading today, the apostles are gathered on this beautiful day Why we are all decked out in red because we celebrate the church's birth. Today we were born the Holy Spirit, the long-promised advocate, the paratly, which Christ himself said, if I leave, I'm going to send you someone. And how is that someone described as? The Holy Spirit descends it upon them, and I'm quoting, like a driving wind, it says, The noise, like a strong driving wind, there appeared on all of them, above them, it says, as tongues, as a fire. Anybody who studies the Bible immediately makes the connection, don't we? Go back now to Exodus. The Jewish people are in slavery by the Egyptians. Remember, Pharaoh was the most powerful. So whenever, whenever you hear Egypt and the Pharaohs, they are the most powerful world, in the worldly sense. Biggest army, biggest economy, you name it. Jewels, power, chariots. And for centuries, the Jewish people are enslaved. And against a seemingly impossible foe, God leads them out. Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 through 2, it says, Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within the bush. This is the moment The true living God reveals himself to humanity. Right here. Changes the course of history. Boom. History is going this direction. God appears in the burning bush. Goes another direction. Exodus 13, verses 2 through 1. As the Jewish people now are being led through the desert, it says, and I quote, the Lord went before them by day in in a pillar of a cloud to lead the way, and by night in a pillar of fire, to give them light so as to go by day and night. Are you beginning to see a pattern? Exodus 19, verse 18. Moses now, they've been, they've been in the desert, and Moses on Mount Sinai. And as God is about to give Moses the Ten Commandments, what will become the moral law of Western civilization? History now, going one direction, Mount Sinai happens, boom, it goes another direction. Now a Mount Sinai, wrapped in smoke because the Lord had descended upon it as fire. The smoke went up like, like that of a kiln while the whole mountain shook violently. That is the groundwork where Christ now is gathered with the apostles in the gospel reading, which we just heard. On the evening, the first day of the week, when the doors were locked, it said that the disciples were cowering in fear. Why? Because the Jews here, the apostles are being hunted. Outside the very doors, that's why they were cowering in fear, because they knew outside they were going to do the same thing to them as they, did, as they did to Jesus. Why fire with the Jewish people as they're being led by Moses through the desert? Because when they walk and cross that Jordan River to inherit the promised land, which is today modern day Israel. What is waiting for the Jewish people in the promised land? Milk and cookies? A welcome party? No, the promised land is populated by enemies, tribes, kingdoms, a lot more powerful than them. And so when they crossed that Jordan river, They're crossing into a seemingly impossible situation. And so God knows this. So he's equipped them with fire. When you and I were baptized, all of us here, that same spirit which broke free the Jewish people from Pharaoh, the same spirit which exploded the church outside of the upper room when the Holy Spirit descended upon them. And they burst out of that room. Guess what was waiting for them? Again, not milk and cookies, not pillows or hearts or roses, but the Roman Empire. And at this time period, the most powerful, strongest army the world had ever seen. And Jesus says to them, all right, now, you see this? Roman Empire? Go out there now. You have no shield or armor, you have no mighty armies, but you have fire. That same spirit you and I have. It is no different. Do you realize how powerful we are? The world says what happens here is nothing, insignificant. The world tells us that we are slaves. We are just monkeys running around. You just get more money, power, honor, pleasure. Just do that little, little monkeys and you'll be fine. No, I have fire. This is why we pray. The more we pray, the more we go to confession, into that miracle room back there, the more we come to Mass, the more we are obedient to the Ten Commandments, the more we're here on Sunday, we receive the Holy Eucharist in state of grace. You know what that does to that fire? Feeds it oxygen. We get stronger in the Spirit. When we live our Catholic faith heroically, that fire which was given to us ignites and it moves. This fire which sits now in us, all of us, baptized brothers and sisters, do you know what we have? See, this is why I assure you, I don't know Father Eduardo personally. He'll be fine. Those families, they'll be fine, as hard as this is. Police officers, that school, that community, that parish, Sacred Heart, they'll be fine because they have fire. Live your Catholic faith to the fullest. It is only through this fire will we change the world. As we've done day in and day out countless times throughout history. Garrett, Toby, Horacio, Roman, Janelle, Radford. Don't be soft in your Christianity. You were made to burn. You were made to change the world. And just as Christ says to them, now I'll say this, repeat this to you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And he breathed on them and said to them, receive fire.